Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. You're listening to Joe Siwa Now with me, Joe Siwa, an iHeartRadio podcast. Oh, welcome to Jojo See What Now. Oh my gosh, this is, I'm about to deep dive into one of the biggest, most adult experiences that I have experienced in all of my experiences. I, for the very first time, moved, not only moved, but I moved to a whole nother state all by myself. Uh, It's been kind of crazy. So about... Five weeks ago, I got a phone call and it was from my favorite people ever over at Fox, the TV network. And uh, they called me and well, actually, okay, let me not be dramatic. They called my agent and they said, hi, we are doing So You Think You Can Dance season 18. We want Jojo to be a part of it. Um, I definitely would have never like just picked up and moved to Atlanta if it wasn't for this show. And so when this opportunity came, I was like, okay, this is interesting. This is definitely Definitely a first, um, but here, here we go. Why not? Uh, I think for me, honestly, post special forces, I haven't really been afraid of much. And it's weird because I always thought like doing something like this, moving to a new city by myself, like I thought that to me would be scary, but it really hasn't been. I mean, there's like the double fear of like, oh, I don't have any friends here. And like, oh, I don't know where anything is here. But then it's like, but I don't really, I don't, I'm not really affected by it. I, uh, I was more so excited and I, you know, I make sure that I take like all the right safety precautions. You know, I don't go anywhere alone past dark. I don't, I make sure my doors are locked. I make sure that I have my phone right by me. I make sure that I have extra security on my door. Um, I made sure before I got here that my complex was secure and that there was security and there is, and it's in a good area. And I, I don't go out. I don't hang out with bad people. I, I I try to make sure that I take enough safety precautions to where I can be here and I can fall asleep at night and I can feel safe in my own space. Um, I think that's a massive thing that was a big question for a lot of people is how do you feel safe? And I think for me, it's just kind of like, ah, 
you know, I just kind of take as many precautions as I can and hope for the best. Uh, I think that's a big thing that I always do. I said, just kind of hope for the best. Uh, there are moments where I've definitely been like, wow, this is what it's like to be in a big city by yourself. Okay, sick. But uh, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I have a lot of friends that are in like two hour distance. So if anything, I if I needed anybody, I could call somebody um, that's fairly close. But gen- genuinely, overall, it has just been such a cool experience trying to figure all this out so quickly all at once. So then my agent called me and was like, hey, uh, so so you think you're going to get season 18 uh, in Atlanta? Are you down? And I was like, of course, what is it? And, you know, they told me the week and a half. And I was like, oh, so like it's happening now. We're moving to Atlanta. And they were like, you're moving to Atlanta. And I was like, sick. Okay, great. Got it. Tell them yes, but now I just got to kind of figure out how I want to be when I'm there. You know, do I want to, there was an option of I could fly back and forth, fly in for work, then go right back home to LA. Um, And then there was the option of an Airbnb and a house. There was an option of a hotel. And then I ultimately decided that an apartment was actually going to be the best for my situation because I really wanted to, you know, I'm here for six weeks. And so I was like, I really want to have the vibe of like, oh, it's homey and like I can cook, I can clean, I can do laundry. Whereas if I was in a hotel, it would be more like room service and housekeeping and like sending out my laundry. And, you know, honestly, originally my game plan was hotel or house, big house, Airbnb. And then I kind of realized like, oh, look, I want to be in a new city by myself. Do I really want to be in a house all alone? And I ultimately decided no. Um, And then working out too is another massive part of my life. And I realized that if I was in a house, I would have to go to a gym versus being in a hotel or an apartment. I would have access to a fitness center closer to me. And so then I was like, all right, let's go the hotel route. So then I found a hotel that I liked. It was in this really cool little area that I was like, oh, yeah, I would like to live there. So I was looking around on like a satellite map, like on on Apple Maps. Right. And I I was looking around the area, exploring, seeing restaurants, seeing shops that were in this area to kind of get a vibe, get a feel if I was going to like what it was like. And as I was doing that, I saw this building. I was like, well, what's this hotel? I think it was another hotel. And it actually was apartments. So then as soon as I saw that, I knew, I mean, at this point, I only had about a week until the move. So I called the apartment complex and I was like, hi, (laughs) I I never be myself when I first call people, especially like this, because it's just, it's like a security thing. Right. And so I was like, hi, my name is Jessalyn. I represent Jojo Siwa. She's coming in to film a TV show for a few weeks. She's looking at living at your complex. Is that something that you guys do? faked it till I made it that I was some representative of Jojo Siwa. I always just play Jessalyn because it's my mom and I can just like say that name fast and it just flows off the tongue. Um, And then, yeah, ended up getting approved for the apartment so fast. I, when I tell you, I had so many people helping me being like, dad, like, give me all this information. Mom, give me all this information. Hey, I need some information from you. I need some information from you. Bank, I need this, that, this and that. Everyone was so helpful and so on the ball and we made it happen. Got approved for an apartment in literally less than a week, moved in. It was great. But now let me tell you (laughs) the expectation versus reality of moving was whack. So now I am a little bit of an idiot and I planned a trip to Boston like three days before I was supposed to move to go see my friends in the Dancing with the Stars tour. So I planned to go to Boston and I was like, look, it's going to be fine. I'm going to go home. All I got to do is like pack some clothes and like 
pack some things for the TV show. Like I'm going to be, I'm going to be fine. Right. So I go to Boston, I come home to LA for a few days and I got like two days now before I leave. Cause I, my whole family, mom, dad, brother, and my brother's girlfriend was all in Orlando at the time. And my parents were just there visiting. And so I had LA all to myself, our house all to myself. Uh, but I wanted to go to Florida to kind of see everybody before I moved to Atlanta. And so I had about two days at home. And in those two days, I realized, oh, shit, (laughs) there is a lot more stuff that I need to bring than I really realized. And that was because of filming the TV show. You know, of course, I realized like, oh, I have to bring my outfits and I have to bring, you know, socks and shoes. But like, for example, one of the craziest things that I realized, like, oh, I got to figure out how I want to take these and fast and compact is rhinestones. Every day I rhinestone my ears for earrings. I rhinestone my face for makeup. I rhinestone outfits. And rhinestones are not easy to travel with. And so when I opened my rhinestone drawer at my house, I was like, oh, no, how am I going to get you guys to Atlanta? So I packed them up quick. And then it was just like everything. I was like, oh, I didn't realize that I needed like this much stuff. And then that also that carried along to when I get to Atlanta um, at the stores and stuff, but that's, that's coming deeper into the story. So anyways, I, uh, I got all my stuff figured out at home, ended up shipping like seven suitcases, ended up traveling with just a carry on. If I can travel on an airplane with just a carry on, it is the greatest day of my life. Ugh. It's literally my favorite thing ever. Not having to wait at baggage claim. There's nothing better than not having to wait at baggage claim. Uh, So I go to Boston, back to LA, and then I now make the journey to Florida where I am there for literally 24 hours before I make my trip to Atlanta. And then boom, I am in Atlanta. This new world starts literally, and I am just like, what is happening? Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Devaya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did, what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. If you've been following the news, you know that from healthcare access to safe schools, LGBTQ plus rights are under attack. 
And it's about time queer and trans youth get the microphone and tell their stories in their own words. We can kiss every woman's face goodbye. I'm Raquel Willis. Join me on my new podcast, Queer Chronicles, a show where LGBTQ plus folks tell their own stories in their own words. This season, teens will share all about growing up in political battleground states. I wish I could feel more comfortable in my own body here, but that's just not the case. And follow along as they discover what queer and trans liberation means to them. This isn't running away from yourself. It's running into who you want to grow into. Listen to Queer Chronicles on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your most fabulous shows. First thing that I do when I land is I take a car service to the set of So You Think You Can Dance to go get my car or that I'll have while I'm here. Now, when I found out I was going to be here, I asked if I could get a car so that way I could drive myself around. And production has been lovely. And they were like, oh, of course, what, what kind of car do you want? And like, do you want a big car? Do you want a small car? Like, what do you like? And I was like, oh, I like like a big car, like a mom car. And then I was like, wait, actually, since it's so temporary, you know what I've always wanted? And they were like, what? And then I was like, a truck. Is it is it possible at all in any world to get a truck? And everyone thought I was crazy, but I got a truck. And so the first truck, I'm now I'm now on my third truck since being here. There's there's reasons why, but my first truck was awesome. It was so nice. It was a Chevy Silverado. I loved her. She was amazing. Now picked her up and it is raining in Atlanta and there's no cover on the back. So I'm planning on going and buying all my things for my apartment, making the trips, making the journey around town. And there's no cover on the back. How am I going to get all these things? Right. How am I going to store them in the car? So I see a Chevy dealership and now I've never dealt with a truck. I've never put a back on a truck. I don't even know where to go to buy the back of a truck, right? So I go to a Chevy dealership because it's I see it. And I was like, all right, this sounds like it might work. So I walk in and I'm, and I'm like this little frou-frou little girl, right? And they're like, hi, uh, can I help you? And I was, I'm in the dealership part. And I was like, I got to buy a back for the uh, Chevy Silverado. And they're like, oh, yeah, okay. You just go right over to service. And I was like, I am in the right place. Okay, sick. So I nailed it. And then I go over and I, I tell the other guys, same story. And I have a car. It's just a rental, but I got to get it back for it. Says, all right. So he, he gets it. He, I pay for it. He brings it out to the car. He chucks it in the trunk. And I was like, is it pretty self-explanatory on how to put it on? And he was like, yeah, no, you'll be totally fine. It's like a normal one. And I was like, okay, cool. Cut to me an hour later, still can't figure out how to put it on. I am in the rain, wet, cold, trying to figure out how to put this back of the cover on a truck on for literally an hour. It's not working. It's backwards. It's upside down. Everything that's going wrong is going wrong, right? So then I finally look up a YouTube video, which I should have just started with, but I was stubborn. Let it happen. And so whatever. I finally looked up a video Got it set on the back, figured it out, screwed it in, nailed it, unraveled it, put it on, realized it was for the wrong size truck. I just wasted an hour of my life for nothing. It's the wrong size. So I take it back in and I tell the guy, I'm like, you're never going to believe it. It's the wrong size. And he was like, no, it's not. And I was like, no, it is. I was like, trust me. I was like, trust me when I tell you 
this thing is the wrong size. And so he comes out to look at it. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's the wrong size. I was like, yeah, n- n- I know. So I give it back to him. And he was like, look, it's misboxed. And I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. And it actually was misboxed. But he was like, I hear another dealership has it. Um, here's the address. Go there. Okay, so he calls the other dealership. They put it on hold for me, and I go to the other dealership. It is not another dealership. It is a car manufacturing warehouse. I'm talking like an acre, acres maybe, multiple of land of these massive warehouses of every car part you could ever imagine. There is like just, it is actually psycho it reminds me kind of of the place where they made my tour props like it was like massive and i was like where the am i right now but we just kept going with it so i found some guy that worked there and i was like hey so apparently i'm here to pick up a back of a chevy silverado and they were like uh we don't do that over here you gotta go over there and i was like all right so i go over to the like office side and the guy was like oh yeah yeah no i i got the call and he was like, so you need the four footer? And I was like, no, 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 I need the five footer. And he was like, well, we don't have the five footer. And I was like, oh, hell. So I was like, all right, just come take a peek at the truck and like, tell me what you got. And like, tell me if anything can look. So he comes and looks and he's like, oh, no, the guy was wrong. You need the four footer. We have the four footer. And I was like, homeboy told me the five footer. It was just a mess. Anyways, he got the right part. I put it on. Again, it took about another hour because this one was a little different, but Figured it out, nailed it, and we are good to go. I am now, though, three hours delayed on my plans for the day. I was planning on going to all these stores, and it we're now we are now almost into the night, and I am just like, all right, new game plan. Now, here's the thing. My game plan on how I thought this was going to go, this move, changed every single step of the way. I don't know why I kept trying to plan it out because it never stuck to the plan, But initially, my game plan was to go to three stores. I was going to go to Target, the container store, and a store called At Home. I was going to look at everything, take pictures of things that I liked, and then go back to the stores and buy all of those things. That plan went to absolute shit. (laughs) So I ended up at Target first, and I'm in this Target. I'm like, wow, I could just do everything here. So I started to buy everything, put it all in my cart, and then I was like, "Mm, nope, you know what? I got to stick to the plan. So then put everything back and I was like, we're going to just take pictures of everything that I like. So then I took pictures of everything I like, went to the container store, started doing the same thing. And then I was like, you know what? No, I'm over this. I'm just going to buy buy things. I see it. I like it. I want it. I got it. Just Ariana Grande that ish. Put it in the car and just buy it. So then I started buying things. Um, I didn't really realize, I guess, how many things I needed. And I I wanted everything to be so organized. Something in my head told me that the only thing that I needed was like plates, cups, forks, knives, spoons, bowls, not realizing that you need, I mean, a paper towel holder. I'm looking around right now, a spatula, bowls, uh, pots, pans, jars, uh, a, a knife kit, spatula, freaking for me, a juicer, a blender, a coffee maker. Now, I was very smart in pre-ordering some things. So like my furniture from my apartment, I was able to rent for the majority of it. Um, I have a couch that isn't rented and a chair that isn't rented that those I actually bought because the original couch that I rented just turned out to be a disaster. And so I bought one and uh, so one that's back there now, it's chilling. It's, it's very cozy and comfy and I really like it. Um, but then I also did a Target pickup order, right? That was one of the best things that I did. I did a pickup order 
for everything that I knew I would not need to pick out. Example, trash bags, uh, a Ziploc baggies. There are just some things that you know from your past that you know you like. You don't even need to question what brand of trash bags you want, what kind of Swiffer you want. You just know you need it. Go pick it up. So that was something that I did that was really smart. There was like 90 items in that. Just It all adds up. It's crazy. From toilet paper, paper towels, a, a scrub daddy scrubber, shampoo, conditioner, baby lotion, um, uh, 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 like literally everything you could think of that you don't need to pick out. Somehow there was 90 things in there. Um, so that was a little bit crazy and overwhelming. Then once I realized that like, oh, wait, I want this to be like really cool and really organized. Then I realized, oh, shit, <laughs> I'm getting myself in a pickle because I went to the container store. Right. And I was like, all right, well, I want my fridge to be like trendy and like all in containers. But then I was like, oh, now I have to like size the fridge and I have to like think about what I'm going to want in it. And so I started doing that. And then I was like, you know what? let's just go buy the containers and we'll figure out what we're going to put in them later. So I just bought so many containers for the fridge, just chucked them all in the cart. was like, you know what? We're going to do this and hope for the best. Somehow it ended up all like being literally perfect. I don't know how, but somehow by the grace of God, the fridge turned out amazing. The pantry, on the other hand, I actually had a hair more structure for. So I did it a little bit in reverse. I bought all the containers first and then all of the food second because I'm a very I'm a very planned out person. I eat the same foods. I don't really venture out of my comfort zones. Um, and so with my pantry, right, I bought I, – I found this little like label sheet in the container store that had like labels for your containers. And so I went through that, right? And I was like, oh, I need a container for oatmeal. I need a container for flour. I need a container for supplements. And like all of that was on that list. So I kind of went through that and like checked that off as I was shopping. And then I was like, screw it. We're just going to get like three extra of every size. Worst case, we'll take it back. And then I came home, put them all in the pantry, organized it all, and then put on sticky notes what I wanted in each of the containers. And then I made a list of what was on those sticky notes to make sure that I bought at the store. Then I also did the same thing for the fridge. I was like, wait, that's a genius idea. Let me do that over here. So now I have all these random cabinets in the fridge that just fit. And I was like, all right, let me structure this out. Let me get what I want. Let me put things in. Let me put things in order that I, I, I want them. And I had like these little like jug milk things. And so I, I wrote down on each of them, like almond milk, regular milk, apple grape juice. Like I had it very, very structured now. Um, so then, oh gosh, this is, this is a little, I'm, I'm now I'm talking a little bit in reverse. So, uh, before I did the sticky notes and stuff, I had bought in all that stuff. So all of this happened on day two, the target pickup happened on day two, the whole like container store hall, target hall, buying all the things that all happened on day two. Also on day two, I went to a store called at home and there's where I got like my pillows, my blankets, my bedding, my towels. That's like where I really went in on that. I got some artwork, some stuff like that. And so my car is stuffed full. Thank God I got the back for the truck because it was stuffed, right? Oh, so I come home and it starts downpouring. Now where I park is I don't need to, but I like to park on the rooftop. It's really fun for me. 
And it's just one of those small things that I enjoy. It's I don't live on that floor, but I was like, you know what? It's kind of fun. It's kind of a vibe. So I bunk up on the rooftop and so I, you know, started to carry all my things in and it started to downpour. And I was like, all right, we got to move the car closer. So I moved the car closer and I was like, you know what? We're going to take one load in, take the bedding in, get a good night's sleep, call it a day. So then I, uh, I brought the bedding in and I put it down and I, I look around and I was like, mm, no, I got too much energy for this right now. So <laughs> it's now midnight at this point in time. And I was like, fuck it. I'm bringing everything in. That was the stupidest idea I could have ever come up with. What? Actually, though, I guess it was smart because if I had to do it at during the daytime, I think I would have like run into a lot of people and that would have been like worse. Okay. So POV, now I'm bringing in loads of things. It took me an hour and a half to bring it all in and walk it all to my apartment. Um, And so I kind of shot myself in the foot by being like really ambitious. Cause what I did is I parked the car and I brought it all into the building and it was one in the morning. So no one was around and I was making sure I was being super quiet. But then once it was all in the building, I was like, yes, I did it. Then I realized that I had to walk it all to my apartment. And now everyone told me, buy a wagon, buy a cart. And like, yes, I should have, but I kind of loved the adventure of like having to haul it all. And so I carried absolutely everything. And it I got like 15,000 steps in an hour and a half. It was gnarly. It was gnarly. Like actually insane, actually crazy. Got it all in my apartment now. The floor is covered. You can't see anything. It was stupid, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, and then cut to, I put everything away and it was all great. And then I wake up the next day and I was like, all right, today, today we get the drum kit and today we get groceries, right? Now at this same point in time, I was like, nothing has come crashing and burning yet. Like everything's been good. Everything's been successful. Everything's been fairly easy. I mean, like the truck gave me a little bit of problems, but like nothing's been like awful, right? I go to Guitar Center to pick up this lovely, very expensive drum kit that I have been very patiently waiting for for a very long time. It's a super nice drum kit. It uh, gives the acoustic drum kit feel, but it's actually an electric drum kit. So that way it won't annoy my neighbors. Um, it's completely wireless. It, I mean, it's one of a kind. There's not many in the world right now. It's very new. Finally got myself to buy it because I was like, it'll be a good treat for here. I go to the store, go to buy it. They're like, oh, one of the boxes is missing. What? So now they're like, give us a second. We're going to look around for it. And I was like, okay, okay. So they got four out of five boxes for this drum kit. And I am just like, this is this is what's coming crashing down the drum kit the one thing that like has been my prize but I was like you know what we're gonna be fine we're gonna be fine turns out it was the basic hardware kit that they were missing it's the same DW hardware kit that like literally just sells on the shelf it just comes with this kit and so I was like all right they ended up realizing that two hours later spent like two hours in guitar center drumming on an acoustic set it was honestly a great time but very stressful got the kit got it all loaded in the car now this drum kit it's a five-piece drum kit plus all the cymbals, hi-hat, hardware, um, and then the, the the stool as well, and and the amp. And so that comes in about 10 boxes. And because it is electric and wireless, it is insanely heavy. Like 
actual insane heavy. The the hardware set itself is, I mean, probably like, let me not be dramatic, like 150 to 200 pounds. It is very heavy. If I was being dramatic about it, I would have said 250 to 300, but it's definitely not that. I would say it's 100 to 200. Super heavy. So then after carrying in all the groceries, not the groceries, the, the like equipment for the house, the storage stuff and all that, then it was time to carry in this drum kit. And it all just took way longer than expected, but we ended up doing it. We carried it all in. We got the drum kit set up and we were finally good. Now, this is the night. This is the night that I decided I am finishing. I am over unpacking. I am over this storage. I'm over the drum kit. I'm over groceries. I want to be done, settled, moved in. So it is now 8 p.m. at night. And I was like, you know what? Let's go to the grocery store. Because <laughs> that was the one thing that I had left to do was go get groceries. And then everything that I wanted for the apartment was going to be here. Not all put away, not all done, but it was going to be in the building. So I was like, all right, here we go. So I go to the apart- I go to the store. I go get my groceries. And literally an hour and a half, I buy everything you need. Everything, right? Walk up and down every aisle, grab it all, make sure I have all the things that were on my list. I did great. Tried to not do more, but of course, it's me. Of course, I brought extra things. Then I had to carry all of that back into the apartment. So the trips that I made to this apartment, the steps that I got in were, I mean, just crazy. And again, the store, I ended at the store at like 10 o'clock at night, 9.30, 10 o'clock. And so by the time I actually got back here, I mean, again, it was freaking midnight by the time I finished. But I was like, you know what? No, tonight is the night. It is time for an all-nighter. So then I stayed awake all night long building the drum kit, putting away my clothes, putting away the groceries. And here's my analogy that I have been using for moving, right? It's not that like buying salt, right, is a lot of work. But here's the thing. If you're like me and you buy the container to put the salt in, there's a lot of extra steps, right? So here's the steps of just buying salt. You got to go to the store. You have to realize that you need salt. So then you walk past the salt and then you buy some salt, right? Pick out what salt you want. You buy it. You bring it back home along with all your rest of your things. But we're only talking, focusing on the salt here, right? You bring the salt home. You put it, you open up the cabinet. You realize that you want to put it in the container. So you got to like pop it open. You got to take the sticker off. And then if you didn't want to put it in the container, you could just pop it in the cabinet. But for me, I wanted to pour it in a container, throw the other thing away and put it in the cabinet, right? And then you twist the container. And so you did all that just for salt to then realize that you also need coarse salt, (laughs) That is how every single thing moving was. Every single thing. You thought you were there and then boom, you you bought paper towels. You forgot the paper towel holder. You bought soap. You don't have a scrub daddy. There's just, there's so many things that you are like, oh, I got it. Oh, I don't got it. Oh, I got it. Oh, oh, I bought bowls. I don't have mixing bowls. Oh, I have pan. I forgot to buy grease for the pan. Like there's just everything came with like a 180. Do I have every single thing that I need? Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be, because Survivor 46 is here, and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Divya Darius. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did 
what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. If you've been following the news, you know that from healthcare access to safe schools, LGBTQ plus rights are under attack. And it's about time queer and trans youth get the microphone and tell their stories in their own words. I'm Raquel Willis. Join me on my new podcast, Queer Chronicles, a show where LGBTQ plus folks tell their own stories in their own words. This season, teens will share all about growing up in political battleground states. I wish I could feel more comfortable in my own body here, but that's just not the case. And follow along as they discover what queer and trans liberation means to them. This isn't running away from yourself. It's running into who you want to grow into. Listen to Queer Chronicles on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your most fabulous shows. So I think the thing for me was the expectation was a lot smoother in my head. I thought it was going to be kind of like a breeze, was just going to like come in, unpack my suitcases and call it a day. No, did not happen. Oh, shit. I didn't even talk about the furniture. Oh, tell me about this. You ready for this one? So they bring in my furniture and I I had like ordered it all online. Never seen it in person, but it was just a rental. So I don't I mean, I don't really care that much what it looks like. I'm pretty chill. And it comes in and the furniture is just a mess. It is a mess. My my room furniture online said it was all light gray, but something was light gray. Something was light brown. Um, my, my like living room, some stuff was brown. Some stuff was gunmetal. Some stuff was black. It just like wasn't working. And then my like get ready room. It was like just a crappy desk. Forgot to buy a chair. Like none of it was working out. Right. And so I, I played Bob the Builder, Home Depot lesbian over here. And I moved around everything. I'm talking the furniture that was in the living room went into my bedroom. Then I didn't like it in the bedroom. So then it went into the get ready with me room. Then the bedroom furniture, I ended up taking the living room hutch and putting that in my bedroom. Then I took all the bedroom stuff. I realized I didn't want it in the get ready room because it crowded it. So then I brought it back into the bedroom, but instead I put it in the closet in the bedroom and that made it way better. Then I was like, you know what? Fuck this couch. I'm just going to get a new couch. Just going to buy a couch. So now I have a couch that I bought that I only need for six weeks. Got to figure out somewhere for it to go after this. I'm sure one of the crew members on set that lives here will want it or something. We'll figure it out. I'm not too worried about it. But then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to make this get ready with me room a hodgepodge. It's just going to be a hodgepodge. So right now my get ready with me room is like a desk, a couch, a couple chairs, a couple nightstands, a rug, a table. There's so many random things in there. There's actually two different rugs in there. 
It is just a literal hodgepodge, but it works. Now, the one room in my house that is not a hodgepodge is actually my guest bedroom that I made because I was so excited for all my friends to come here and visit and family and I was really looking forward to it. No one, no one, no one's come. <laughs> That's it. Not made this room literally perfect, spotless, and nope, not getting used at all. It will in the next few weeks. My brother and his girlfriend are going to come visit. My mom and dad are going to come visit. And then one of my best friends, Alexis, is going to come visit. And so the room is going to get used. But I, I like, I, that was like my priority room. Made sure I finished it first. Like I could be working on that room now. Like it'd be giving me something to do. Nope. Nope. It's the one room in the house that is like most put together. It's actually kind of hysterical. It's really cute. And there's like pink and gold. I made it girly because all the people that are going to be there are like girly, girly, whereas I'm a little more like, you know. A little more masculine, really. Ugh, I saw someone on my TikTok was like, I miss the old JoJo. When did you decide to become masculine? I was like, what? What's your problem, bro? What side of the bed did you wake up on? Because try the other side tomorrow morning. Um, anyways, back back on topic. Um, yeah, so that's the that's the story behind the get ready room and why it's I will say though, I'm very happy with where I'm at now with this apartment. Um, the first three weeks that I was gonna be here, there was a lot of travel happening. I was going down to Florida for the first weekend. And then now for the second weekend, I was in Las Vegas for the Super Bowl, which was great. Now I'm creeping up on my third weekend, which I am very excited for because now I finally have a chance to just be here. And now my filming schedule for So You Think You Can Dance is so great. The production is so awesome. We don't really work that much um, a, a few days on, a few days off. And so now I feel like I truly get the time to like just enjoy my apartment. You know, I've wanted to kind of go on walks around the area and I haven't gone on one yet because I haven't just had the time yet. So now I'm, I really am truly excited to just like be able to be here, be home, not have too many distractions. Um, and yeah, uh, I, I will say this move has really grown me in a way that I didn't know was possible or was going to happen. Um, everyone always told me like, Oh, you need to move out. Like it's so, it's so freeing. You're going to feel so free. And I never really understood that because I, I mean, I live with my parents at home. And so I always was like, you know, I love living with my parents. Like, why wouldn't I want to, I don't understand what people were talking about. And now I realize that I understand where people were coming from. I don't necessarily agree with it though. Um, because I think for me, my parents have always just given me some freedom. They've always given me my privacy, my space, but also like our unspoken boundaries of our house. You know what I mean? Um, but I will say now being here and living away from them from the first time, not so much that it's a freeing feeling. It's like, cause I never felt like I wasn't free at home, but I think it's more liberating. I feel as if I have a responsibility that I didn't necessarily have a month ago. I feel like I have to make sure the fridge is stocked. I feel like I have to make sure the counters are clean. There's no one that's going to clean the counters if I don't. You know what I mean? Like, I think at home, I always was like, oh, if I wait long enough to do laundry, my dad will just come do it. You know what I mean? And that is a very true thing. If I wait long enough to get a package from outside, like my mom or dad or her assistant will do it. Like, I'm I'm chilling. But here it's like, no, if I don't go get my package, it's going to expire in the mailroom and either get taken or it's going, I'm going to get charged for it. You know, so there's a lot of like gained responsibility that added a lot more maturity. And like, this isn't just coming from me. This is something that a lot of my friends have actually come to me and been like, you in the last three weeks have grown the 
up. And they were like, you've always been mature, but it's very, it's like a whole new level now. And I, I don't know. I think it's something that I didn't really know was going to happen because I thought what was going to happen is what everyone told me. Everyone told me, oh, you're going to feel free. Oh, you're going to feel like you're going to want to like rebel now that you're like alone. You're going to want to go out. And I'm like, no, actually, I want to like stay in, do laundry, make my bed and wipe my counters off. Like that's more my vibe more than anything. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much my vibe of moving. I've been cooking a bunch, which has been so nice. And I love very much. Uh, cook a bunch. I, I watch TV now, which is great when I fall asleep. I, it's only when I fall asleep, but I, uh, I watch TV when I fall asleep. I've been drumming. I have found that I, the one thing that I really, really miss about, uh, my life in California is dancing. I really miss going to studio Siwa and, and dancing out there. And so I started to do this thing where I have to do one dance a day in the apartment, just right here in the living room. I try to do it during the day. So that way my neighbors downstairs don't kill me. Um, but I, yeah, I do, I do a dance and that's, that's helped cure that like miss of dance for me. Um, it's been great. I've had a lot of fun. There hasn't really been any like, Oh, I really miss home moments. There's been a lot of like, Oh, I miss the studio or I miss my family, but I've, I've really enjoyed having my own space and it, it kind of being my space and being run the way that I want to run it. Uh, and it's, it's just been cool. It's just been fun. It's been a different dynamic. I think I realized too, like that it's just so temporary. So I'm not necessarily affected by anything that's like a little wrong or a little rough. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. I'm literally leaving in three weeks. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm halfway there already, which is actually so sad to think about. I'm really sad about that. I will say I'm going to go home and then I come back to pack up. So I just kind of get a be here for three weeks. I don't have to worry about packing up just yet, which is very nice. Um, but it's just been so fun. I've genuinely enjoyed it so much. It's been such a good experience. And uh, I'm very interested to see how these next three weeks go where I'm more so here than traveling around because I'm I'm wondering if I'm enjoying it so much because I've been traveling around or if I'm going to enjoy it more now that I'm not traveling around. Stay tuned. By the end of this, when I'm back home, I'm sure I will give you an update. Um, all right, y'all. I feel like that is every little bit that I wanted to talk about with moving. Um, I hope you enjoyed. I definitely enjoyed the process of moving. Definitely enjoyed all the steps that I got in while moving. It was honestly great. I love you all very, very much. Thank you of times a billion for hanging out with me today. Please, please, please listen to all the Jojo Sewa Now podcasts. Share it with your friends, share it with your family, and uh, stay tuned for next week because I got another good one coming for you. Deuces. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Jojo Sewa Now podcast. Be sure to write us a review, and maybe if you're feeling it, leave us five stars. I'll see you next week. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's. Because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Beauty Translated Season 3 is coming soon with what? A second host? I'm Carmen Laurent, and this season I am joined full time by world renowned Janie Danger. Janie, what are we talking about in Season 3? We're talking about life, Carmen. Beauty Translated is about the many fragmented lives spreading across this rich tapestry of the trans experience. And the all-new Beauty Translated Love Line at 678-561-2785. Listen to Beauty Translated Season 3 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bye. Bye. 